I'm just another foppish dandy of dubious virtue here to derail your son's promising political future in E.M. Forrester's Morris. Condé Nasty. Hi. Like Oscar Wilde, I love men with a future and women with a past. It's Ursula the Sea Bitch. And this is Reading Drag Race, the show where we talk about whatever we want. But mostly RuPaul's Drag Race. Hey, Ursula. How you doing? I'm good. You're looking lovely. Thank you. I love you in this little strapless number. It's so flattering. Uh, my favorite part? No one can accuse you of back rolls if they can't identify the simple thumbs back. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. You've been saving that all week, haven't you? <laughs> it, it came to me yesterday and I was like, I hope she says thank you and I can say my favorite part, but she didn't. It's fine. Um, I'm really working on my type five. Uh, anyways. Uh, so... You might recognize that uh, that little giggle you heard there. We have a guest with us this week. Welcome, returning guest, frequent guest host, friend of the pod, fourth chair, Buffy Cummers. Hello. Hey, Buffy. How you doing? I am doing well. How are you? I am doing smashingly. Surprisingly, <laughs> we have not gotten a chance to talk too much with you about this season of Drag Race, so I'm very excited to hear all of your thoughts and opinions. What do you like? What do you think of uh, Drag Race UK? I I was loving it until this episode, I okay. gotta say. Okay. Like, I was like, this is, Drag Race is back, like, I was obsessed with all the queens, I loved the dynamic, I loved the judging, and this week I was just like, the I Want to Break Up song to this television show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because it just, I, I don't know, it felt very much like we were finally seeing, like, the Puppet Masters, like, pull all their strings and show us who they won in the top three, and they were gonna... They were going to get those people in the top three no matter what. I, like, we'll, we'll get there when we get to the judging, yeah. but like, I was not a fan of this episode at all. Okay, so I feel like what has been crazy to me about this season is that, I mean, I know that it's production, and partially the show has gotten lazier about it, but also we've been watching it long enough that we know what You're they're more doing. Savvy. We're yeah. more savvy. Yeah. But I do feel like it's gotten more and more like, wow, production is really brazen, in like we're saying this person did great and this person did terribly even when the opposite is true because we obviously have a story we want to tell you totally but and it's like the thing is if you're gonna do that do it well or yeah. don't do it at all yeah and i felt like and hersla has made this point many times this season has felt like an actual meritocracy yeah i'm sure production is happening yeah but i feel like i'm seeing the strings way less and so when i'm watching it it feels like even though this queen is kind of weird or interesting or adds like a wild card element, she absolutely did the worst. Totally. And she's going home. How nice is that? This feels real again. Yeah. That I like can be invested in it again. That I still, that I'm emotionally reacting to it the way I have to the best seasons of the US in the past. I, yeah, I totally agree. I just like, and I even think that the bottom two deserve to be bottom two. I'm not even necessarily advocating for like a different top or different bottom. Or even a different queen who went home. It was just the the, the things they talked about. Yeah. Made no sense to me. Uh, but again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um, but overall, I, I agree. I'm very excited for this for this season. It's been super entertaining. It's, it's already been renewed for season two. For, oh, thank it, God. It is eternally drag race now. It will always be drag race. See, a lot of people <laughs> have been commenting on this. Like, they're upset. Like, I'm dragged out. And I will readily admit, I've wanted four seasons of drag race every year. Like, straight people watching sports and talking about constantly. I am totally fine being in a place where once a week there is an episode of drag race series something 
for me to watch and talk about. Once a week is a totally manageable amount and is actually the amount of drag I want. You're, I know everybody's fatigued. I am not. You're only dragged out when the season sucks. I agree. That's yeah. A, no, the that's, machinations that's of All-Stars will piss me off and I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. If, but, if, and maybe that's my biggest concern is that this is just going to accelerate the... How much, how often it sucks. Right, that All-Stars is going to turn into as... Uh, as Condi Nasty likes to say, uh, drag race, second chances, uh, drag race, bottom of the barrel, uh, you know, like just a... Redemption? Yeah, redemption. Yeah, just uh, if they, if you could guarantee me one All-Stars, maybe maybe like the fourth fiscal quarter, that would incorporate all of the previous drag race, not just the prime American season, so they'd really have a deeper pool to pull from. Like, I sincerely hope the next All-Stars pulls from the UK season. Same. Because, oh my god, that would be great. That would be great. Yeah. I'd be, yeah, I'd be here for that too. And I know the show is very, like, we don't want to have to do things like bother with visas. You're big enough now. You have enough eyes on this globally. Yeah. Please bother to, like, file three UK queens or two UK queens. Yeah, it's, it's uh, forming work visa. <laughs> it's an H2 visa. You need a little money. And it's for entertainment. You can actually, I think, I think it's a shorter trip for, like, a one-off entertainer than, like, you know anything else they're they're not bringing the wife and kids i mean you know yeah so it's yeah. fine it's fine uh there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a bonus episode on immigration law later it's gonna be awesome <laughs> you're all very much looking forward to it okay so you two seem to have a lot of opinions about this episode i know that you, the two of you took an uber over here together and chatted about them so we tried so hard not why to. don't the two of you resume <laughs> what not resume that conversation but first i'm gonna hand the the steering wheel over to you and ask you to direct the, the uh, dialogue. jesus is taking the wheel yeah um okay so i liked a lot of the episode up until about the back third everything else was kind of so let's let's start with the mini challenge yeah. which i feel okay, which is great which was great and exactly okay so the bbc bbc which is like what a perfect pun it works on like eight levels british I, broadcasting I, company yeah. big black like we all like yeah. brief boxers camo i i will admit i wish it was just six gorgeous black men <laughs> like black british models in underwear because it would just make the BBC even more. Honey, I've seen I've seen your I've seen your letter to Santa. I know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 also have met all the men I've dated. Yeah. So. Um, I will say I was kind of uh, the institution BBC has a much more casual policy toward nu- their nudity policy is much more European than America. So I was actually kind of curious if we were just going to get pixelated actual naked men that might even have been unpixelated in the UK because they are just less squeamish about that than we are but when the gag that they were commando that they were camouflage briefs I was like okay that's funny I'm sad I don't get to see dick but that is funny <laughs> it was funny once I got it but it took me a while to get there <laughs> I was, well, was why aren't they naked well I, de- well, I kept on thinking like they're just the, the, the naked ones are just gonna turn around and we're gonna see some cute butt and oh, so I, that would have been nice. I, yeah, I literally thought that was that's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Yeah, and I was just like, wait, none of them are commando. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> and then I yeah figured out the pun. That's funny. <laughs> the very last. <laughs> What's crazy is I don't think of myself as one of those gay men who like stares at crotches and notices those things readily. But they were all in very tailored like sweatpants, sweatshorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I can definitely tell who's wearing boxers and who's wearing briefs. Well, also technically, those weren't boxers. Those they were, were trunks. Tr- those, those were boxer were tr- briefs. Those were trunks. Yeah. Those weren't even they boxer were, yeah, briefs. Right. But I could tell because they weren't as supportive. Whereas right, right. The ones like in briefs, it was like that's being there was pulled some up basket. The, yeah. Also, yeah, those those like capri sweatpants have hit 
big Man. recently. Yeah. I'm much more of an optimist than you are. I, like, I just thought that they were had bigger cocks. Like, <laughs> the ones in briefs. Are you, you're literally just a cock yeah, optimist. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like a bra for your dick. No, if totally. You yeah, it, yeah. Like, you can really oh, oh please. At least one of them was wearing, like, a ring sure. under it. Let's be clear, obviously. Like, <laughs> there was some lift there that wasn't just the underwear. They were little, you know. <laughs> I, I'm not going to debate that yeah. with you. I, I disagree. <laughs> I, I, they, they do some really interesting things with fabric these days. <laughs> but yeah, with the delightful mini challenge. Yeah. Uh, hot men in underwear. Yeah, who's yeah. who's mad? Yeah, uh, who won? Davina. Davina won. Yeah. Um, which okay, so let's pull back though. Yeah. So the top of the episode, the weird conflict between Davina and the. Vet. Oh my god! Thank you for bringing that up. Thoughts. She is my favorite this year, and she is Davina? working really hard to make me hate her right now. Davina. Yeah, Davina. Okay. I, I I don't I don't care about this whole like you don't. I don't know. You, you, they don't love you don't, me enough. You don't, they don't, you don't love me. me enough. Yeah, they don't respect my drag enough. Like the judges do. Like you're doing great in the in the right. Like like challenges. this is something we talked about in the car, which we'll reiterate here for yeah. everyone. Yeah, the court reporter read it you back. You two just rehab this. Conversation. Okay, so <laughs> like uh, you made a great comment that this season feels a lot like season five, which may be one of the reasons we love it so much. In that. Uh, the Vivian and Baga are the popular, successful Relaskatox uh, queens, and Davina is the more interesting is, is the introspective Jinx. When Jinx did a teary narcolepty confessional, she was a little more justifiably upset because the judges were also kind of ragging on her. What we felt was unnecessarily. Totally. Davina's getting universal praise. I don't think she's never been in the bottom. Exactly. She's, like the worst she's been is safe, and I think they've loved every single runway look like the only reason she didn't win snatch games because julie child was was a little was so flat but otherwise i think they like so i i agree she like you got to put on your big girl pants and just be like not everyone's gonna like you all the time especially when it's in their vested interest to not like you yeah and just keep going so i'm gonna i want to pull back a little i feel like uh i listened to one other recap podcast that talked about this show earlier this morning and there was this discussion about Davina as underdog, as like the Jinx Monsoon parallel. And I'm like, whoa, 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 slow the fuck down. She came in the most co- accomplished and famous drag queen in the UK in this contest. And the other top contenders are over there. Like RuPaul is it? The, like RuPaul is in the room and they don't want to be friends with her. They're keeping like a cold shoulder the way that Alaska was with both Jinx and Kati in her respective seasons because they saw her as a threat. So they stayed on the other side of the room. A uh, Heather's team that is like, you're the biggest, you're like the shark in this fish tank, but but the biggest fish are going to go over here and do their own thing. Like, you're reading into their behavior as like some sort of indication of your quality or whatever is insane to me. Also, Davina is not an underdog. Like, there's no machination that she, it becomes an underdog narrative for Davina. She's the most successful and accomplished drag queen who entered this workroom from jump. Like, she's not an underdog. But our introduction to her was this show. So, like, the producers could could tell whatever story they want to. Uh, and, and Do you see her as an underdog? I think that they're... I think that that is a theme that keeps coming up yeah, for the, some reason. The, and it's annoying yeah, me because, the, like, she's super talented and accomplished right, and the, fantastic. The way they talk about... I think about, she's in her head. I think it's the way she's talking right, no, the, the Only way, her. I don't know. I think, like, the way the show is presenting her is... is She's smart and talented, but is she too in her head? Is she too? Yeah, they love doing that. Yeah. So, but I, I, I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. But back to, that conversation was also very tedious. It was tedious and dumb. Like, and and the Viv is not going to like build you up. You're I her know. biggest competition. It was so. Why weird. are you engaging in this? Like, what what are you doing? Yeah. It also, it, 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 it's it, it much like like you were saying. This is like one of the times it's like really obvious. Oh, they literally are just trying to drum up drama. Mm-hmm. And most of the time. When they like, what's been so good about the season is the drama's either been organic, or we didn't need it. Like yeah. these queens actually seem to get along. They kind of have the like, the, they're all drunk frat boys on a party bus, and like they're all just kind of sloppily living together. And it's fine. Like we, that actually isn't like a boring dynamic to watch. I don't need active conflict to have good dramatic tension. Like I care about people relating to each other, not about them fighting. Yeah, same. and they all relate yeah. to each other pretty well. Same. Well, it's also just like. There's this, like, organic, like, excitement that comes with being the first cast of a show that is already established and super popular. Yeah. So, like, it's they have, like, the excitement of, like, being these trailblazers because they're the first of UK. Yeah. But it's this huge juggernaut Deal. of a show. Right. And so, like, th- like, there's just, like, this double excitement that is intoxicating for them. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah, they don't need to be bitchy all the time right yeah right. they're just it's just fun yeah no i agree it is it is just fun also yeah, maybe it's because the they're both it. over 30 and i'm sorry i'm gonna say this Div- the vivian is not 26 the vivian is 27 and that- she's a recovered drug addict oh he's, is that <laughs> had a lot of work done. okay because i'm like girl even yeah girl. age would be challenging to, to okay i take it back <laughs> but it, like the, the, I think she's had so I think she's both a recovered drug addict and I think if you have that much work done it will like no matter how young you are it will age you because yeah. we associate plastic surgery with being age. older yeah. Yeah. yeah in any event they're they're not 19 these aren't like children like and like so watching them have this fight feels dumb in a way that like watching like look like even like someone who I find deeply annoying in my soul Laganja Stranja watching her have a petty argument about her ego at least feels like rational for her neurological development <laughs> whereas like this is like you are grown ass adults you have bills and maybe maybe like leases and things like like where you're like like this just I, on, gen- I I don't think that production manufactured this no I, like, I think I think that this show is actually doing I think it's different people working on it and mm-hmm. the machinations are different and they're treating it somewhat differently. It didn't feel like this is a manufactured conflict we like instigated. It seems like Davina is genuinely taking the Viv kind of giving her a cold shoulder and not picking her first or stuff personally because yeah. she expects that she would recognize that Davina is like her biggest threat in this competition, mm-hmm. which is like so... so if the Viv has any game plan, you're walking right into it. And Seriously. you should be able to play out those two strategic steps well enough to be to like write this up. Um, and I actually want to... Can I jump to this, Katya? The, can, sure. This is just an organic transition. Oh, me. sure. They, they put it... They, they shoved that in wherever in the episodes. We can shove it in wherever in ours. <laughs> I agree. So last <laughs> week during this podcast, I talked about how I feel like the show really loves when there are five queens left sending the fifth queen home who is always like beloved in a way that's like not winning is the new winning they always pick somebody we love 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 who's a little bit in their head or self-conscious or has some like skill that they feel iffy about and they like to like no matter how the challenge goes they like to be like you really screwed this one up and send that beloved fifth queen home and i was like davina's gonna go home that was my prediction last week I started watching this episode extremely anxious because it felt like they were giving us that edit. 
And Katya, I feel like, is who they're always trying to... They're always trying to create a Katya, I feel like, in that fifth person sent home. So it was a, it amused the fuck out of me that a conversation <laughs> with Katya about being in your own head was their, like, replacement for Davina. <laughs> and it was... And I loved Katya's advice. That's like, Michelle Visage, she's an intern. Put them all way beneath you. Don't worry about them. Like, you're way up here. Like, I thought that was such great Katya advice that's like don't don't put them up like take them entirely off the pedestal and put yourself on one and think of that mindset they're like lucky that you're here to get out of your own head because I feel like that's advice that she would give herself yeah totally yeah um what did you think about that exactly what you said sorry I have no new insight okay no that's that's good I love when people are like you're right yeah (laughs) no it was it was lovely I I for a second I'm like were they hyping an appearance only over Skype? Because I'm a little mad at that. And then, okay, it was a gag. It was a yeah, gag. It's yeah. fine. And I did not think that Katya was going to be an alum who would like bother coming back. Yeah. I'm glad that she did for this because it suits her and she got to be very funny. And Katya. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm... And Davina does remind me of her. Like, that laugh is is very similar. Yeah. Uh, no, it's chaotic. Yeah. yeah exactly. No. Uh, so it was, it was a cute dynamic to witness. Yeah. 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 And I think uh, that, that's one of those, like... I'm wondering, did Davina actually correctly identify the most pairs of underwear? Or, you know, if you had to pick a queen to have a conversation with Katya, that would be the one to have. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That's true. I agree. Um, so what happened frankly, if, there, if, there, if the machinations led that way, but I didn't see the puppet strings, good on you, production. Yeah, well you done. You succeeded. <laughs> Keep it up. Yeah. Um, Clever distraction with the men in their underwear. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> My, the blood temporarily left my brain Uh, (laughs) well let's talk about cheryl so what do you think about cheryl and what did you think about her conflict yeah let's just i'm I'm gonna ask you all about it with the and then what did you think about the viv giving her that advice i mean it was it was the right advice like so i I guess it doesn't necessarily it wasn't necessarily shady but like to me i assume that rue would have given that exact advice in their walkthrough so I, i don't know i didn't understand why she i don't know needed to jump in like that I feel that the whole time I've been watching this it's been like I like Cheryl Hole I think that that she is basic and I also think that her drag sensibilities are a lot more in line with American drag sensibilities than the average British queen like you can tell she does lip sync also as much as we've been ragging on her looks for always, her runway looks for always being basic, she does the best makeup for HD. She obviously knows how to do makeup for HD, and she's the only one who I would give full credit. You know what you're doing, like yeah, and her, she does. Her looks are basic, but they're never badly executed. I agree. Um, I felt like the Viv's advice is exactly the advice that I would give Cheryl. Yeah, because it's been like you keep being in the bottom because it's basic because you keep doing kind of a basic FX girl which is what your drag like generally is and that works and you get tips and it's like relatable but like for drag race you gotta do tra- more. You know what I mean? And I, I felt like what the Viv I'm not like a conspiracy theorist with the Viv I felt like she gave the most innocuous obvious actually good advice It was good advice. Many it was of us the, one. Yeah. I just I just thought that like I mean the 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 walkthrough is going to happen in like two seconds. I, I would have thought that Rue would have said the exact same thing. Which is why it was funny that Rue kind of like didn't. turned it back. Also, I loved that in the end, Cheryl's product was exactly what I would have advised her to do. It, but it was, I would have it was, done the, the commercial and the label differently, but the like caffeinated water. It was a copy paste of, of Alyssa Edwards. Um, 
in so many ways. But if you're if you're if which she she kind of is out, as a drag queen. I know. <laughs> if, if you make if what makes you stand out in the UK as a drag as a drag queen is like you are this basic girl who can do like who's very who's a good dancer. I feel like caffeinated water is in the channel. The branding challenge is not like do your own product. It wasn't all stars too. Yeah. It was really fucking limited to me. It was like, Oh, caffeinated water. You'll get to dance and do something fun and energetic in your commercial. And I know it was very close to Alyssa's. Yeah. But it also made the most sense for her, her. Yeah. That it was to me like, this is what you should be doing. I'm also not over the Essex girl character. Like, so I don't know. I didn't necessarily need, her to branch out yet? Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I think she's needed to branch out elsewhere, but I thought that it was going to work well for this. Exactly challenge. for this challenge. And this challenge this. was all about like leaning into you. It, exactly. So this was like not the time to not be her. Yeah. But I definitely think there have been other challenges where it was like you should step it up and do something different. It also like have the judges explicitly told her we've seen this a bunch from you yet? A little bit. Uh, it, I, like. Oh. Yeah, connotation-wise, less, yeah. Less know. often than I think they would have done on the American Drag Race, because Michelle's like, we need to see something different the first time I see something. Oh, I know. Like, Dusty Ray Bottoms, like, are you going to put dots in your face every time? It's yeah. like episode one. I know. Like, bitch, get off my job. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know. Just, um, I find the Ex- Essex Girl character just kind of, like, emotionally beige for me. It's not like, it doesn't it doesn't tickle me, but it doesn't offend me or bother me. So it's just kind of like, yep. There. There it's we are. a lane that she knows really well. Right. She and does the makeup, the looks, the dancing, and I think the walk, the, the like the jazzly humor. Well, I'll, I'll say she it, does it well. Yeah. It's the walk I wouldn't walk, but I get it. I'll say it this yeah. way: other queens who go for like basic Jersey Shore drunk sloppy bitch are doing it because they can't do anything else, and they're even doing that poorly. She's doing this, but she nails the execution. Like even looks were like, is that even on point for the challenge? But nope, you you polished it to a shine. And I, I respect that, where it's like, you are not doing this basic uh, person because you aren't thoughtful, enough, like, because you literally can't do anything and you're just calling it this. Like, you actually do it, really. Like, that thing is a thing and you do it well. Well, what as... was it genetically modified? Yeah. Directly? What bothered me about that is she managed to say basic Essex bitch while still doing genetically modified. <laughs> and I think that's... So very much. hard to do yeah. yeah and she found the middle ground and i'm like you are committed bitch. you are committed um it almost like irritated me we talked about this last week like i'm impressed that she was able to stick the landing yeah. of both of those things but i do wish that there was like a monster's ball where it's like you literally have to be a monster right. like it's, you have to do something it's else. club kids and like yeah Something that something they don't have in Essex. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about the filming of the commercials or just get? Oh yeah, into how yeah. They work? That, that uh, I I want to talk about the most important part of those commercials, and that was the delightful Brit crew. Very tall ginger beard was really doing it for me. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I'm into all of them actually, but the the bald bearded yeah. muscle daddy. Him. Yeah, I mean, well, he can move. I, yeah. I bet he's Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I don't, that man was not dancing like a Brit. But, uh, <laughs> um, you mean, you mean it didn't look like his hips had calcified in place? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah, no, that he had swag yeah. Uh, for days. Uh, I like the, fi- I, I, I want to talk about the filming because I think it sets up um, what were what our problems later with the judging. Yeah. Where it's like, Davina's was like a dead zone in the room. Like, that, that monologue was, like, 15 minutes. 
all of and she would I guess she was clearly building like a gag reel and a b-roll for the monologue but none of it was landing in the room yeah and then eventually when you get to the judge it's like oh it's really funny like it wasn't really funny but we'll get there but it was just like I feel like we were getting an edit just to like I'm betting in the room it got a little more reaction than it than they showed us and then they judged it a little better than it was to like they, they artificially widen the gap between what it looked like in process and what they thought of the finished product. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, beyond that, I mean, it's a green screen. I I kind of wish Cheryl had stuck with the green dress yeah. and said "fuck it," like because that would I think that that would have been like the little extra to make it like ridiculous, like her disembodied head over like I some agree. floating. She would have looked like she was floating, and there would have been like it would have almost looked like a ghost because yeah. there'd be like of like when the sequences caught like yeah. light and in different colors where we get like a really weird visual effect of like an <laughs> yeah. ambient idea of right. Cheryl, which is crazy and experimental and kind of a risk yeah but i also think but if she's moving that fast maybe but you can't see your body but if she's moving fast <laughs> and you're just getting like an idea of a silhouette of this discapinated water it's this nebulous idea of like the energy of this idea of a person that I thought actually could have been really cool, but also there's no way Cheryl Holt was going to do no, that. No, think of that, no. <laughs> um, like, Katsu would have come out in, like, a green gimp suit yeah. and, like, <laughs> yep. been completely completely invisible the whole time. <laughs> uh, I love that bitch. Uh, uh, just like the floating mouth from Rocky Horror. <laughs> okay, so more about the filming. Blue Hydrangea, when she, what did she, there was a, like, kind of sad comment where she, like, where uh, Graham Norton was like, remember your parents might be watching that? And she was like, oh, I like sold my dignity. I've already like lost my dignity or something. With, yeah. them, with them or something? Did she say something like... No, I think it was just my dignity. It was just in, ge- in general? <laughs> okay. But like it didn't get a laugh. Like it was kind of, like there was kind of like a shade rattle like in editing. Like, <laughs> like it, was, it was just a weird moment that I, I didn't know how to feel about. Okay. Yeah. I didn't read too much into that. I thought it was just like, I'm a... Like a lively, funny, weird drag queen on Drag Race who's just being wild as is, so I'm not like gonna worry about my parents. Well, I no, yeah, I thought it was it. a funny comment, but then like they they like kind of like edited it as though it like didn't land. Yeah. Like Graham didn't laugh. Well, they cut to him. It, it, for for Blue Hydrangea, I feel like both she and Cheryl tried for the same thing of like I'm just gonna stay down the center line of my established personality, and like I think they both played this one to survive. Yeah, and. Blue was just less successful because it was just less fun. Yeah. Should we get to the actual... Yeah. Yeah, sure. Why don't you walk us down that room? Like yeah. That? So, they, I think they, they started with Davina. Davina. Yeah. And it wasn't that fucking funny. No. I Like, we were all silent sitting on the couch watching it. Like, yeah. there was not a single... Like, I, I fully expect them to be like, this is too wordy, it's too intellectual. She's selling the product and not herself, which is usually the big... Um, critique. Critique. Like... Like, there's a reason that Alaska's uh, uh, yellow tape or Katya's Thorazine spray are iconic because they are, like... Properly ridiculous. And expressions them. of them. Yeah. Like, like, the idea that Katya is a tightly bound ball of energy that needs to be medicated into borderline functionality... <laughs> is part of her trying. Is art imitating <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, then, and then Alaska being a stunningly gorgeous weird bitch also right that's right there that's that's life with alaska oh i love that in three unique shades stunning fierce and, and yellow, yellow. <laughs> i love it oh such a good commercial <laughs> yeah how much does it cost that's a stupid, stupid. question <laughs> <laughs> oh god it's so good yeah 
Uh, and the, none of that was there. None of that none joy. None of that was there for any of them. But yeah, yeah. not for uh, Davina's yeah. specific and, and then like, it was like, it was hyper wordy. The peeing in the bucket was weird. Made no sense. No sense at all. Like, they kept like, the mermaid thing was great. The mermaid thing was fine. At best. At best, this was a C plus B minus commercial. And they were praising it. Yeah, I, no, I, I do think that was the one place where it was like, so I thought the judging of the commercials was weirdly generous. Yeah, yes. like I feel like I'm just because none of them were that funny. <laughs> yeah, and I'm used to the show being a lot more critical. Yeah, so it was odd to me that it was so. It was like somebody came in and was like, "These are all terrible. Be really nice." Uh, and I agree with you. I felt like Davina's was like, yeah. it wasn't funny. Yeah. Um. No, I, I, I honestly feel like. Well, let's. We can go through. All yeah. It was also so strange that like, this is a, a, a dumb critique but it was so strange that she brought up like do you remember when we were all excited about plastic no it's like destroying it I, I don't know like she didn't really like follow up on follow that. follow through right, like, that. like had it had it mixed like that like weird 50s housewife aesthetic of like kitchen of the future or something yeah. maybe there could have been a gag like yeah it, it was just this one-off comment that went nowhere uh, it was just a weird it was just a weird. i didn't think it went nowhere i just thought like i thought that the the theme of the whole thing where it's like when we were all excited about plastic now it's doing this that and the other like the bottles are made from 100% like plastic reclaimed from the ocean. I felt like that was like that was to me the completion of that arc and it was like it finished the environmental message and that so. was it. Um but I I didn't think it was great. I think the eco thing was good. I did not think that it at all like sold Divina. Exactly. No. Yeah. Um yeah. Mm. I, 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 and the filtration thing was like ha ha yeah, but it also didn't make sense. Yeah. It yeah. just was like, oh, okay, now she's, like, peeing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Gotta find a nickel for every time I heard that. <laughs> um, yeah, then who was next? Uh, we can just walk down. Oh, let's, yeah. <laughs> I think Cheryl Structure. was next. Cheryl uh, was next. Okay. Yeah. Cheryl's was fine. It was a solid... That was a solid B. I agree. Like, like it was she, serviceable. She was aimed hard. for a B and she got it. Yeah, I agree. I liked the little pointing to the ingredients thing. That was that, I, that was that was the one time I genuinely cracked up in the uh, in the filming because it was like like she was like is it here and her finger was like visibly shaking. I'm like, you really need to just point, girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was I great. wish Ms. Michelle was there because I think she's more of a director than I got the impression Graham was. Graham was, yeah. Like I feel like he was like, it's your thing. I don't know. What do you want to do? Do that, like. <laughs> I, like watching it, I was like, I think Graham Norton's a terrible director. Yeah, <laughs> he shouldn't be doing this. Um, I look, I wanted Michelle Visage in place of someone else. That's so. <laughs> the nicest thing you've ever said about her. <laughs> I don't really remember the commercial, if I'm being honest, but I do remember thinking oh, that was fine. Yeah, yeah it was just it was uh, fine. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, it, it was her dancing around with the pit crew, guys. with the pit crew, and boom, and that yeah. was that. It was yeah. very caffeinated. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it, it was serviceable, and it was a felt like very Cheryl. Yeah, it was like going on a cooking show making scrambled eggs. Simple, my biggest, but she did it. My <laughs> biggest issue with what she did was her label was shit. Yeah, yeah. It was bad. It was like not, it was hard to read. It was tiny. The color didn't pop. It was like white and beige and tiny font in the middle of it where it was like, no cunt. This is where you put like, <laughs> y- like a silhouette of you in a dance costume and big letters in like and pink. Like, yeah, what are and you doing? You only have yeah. to, you don't have to mass produce this bottle. You can, you could, you could bedazzle it if you wanted. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and then and the Vivian, the Vivian's idea actually would have been really good for Cheryl 
like like hydrate your hole. Yeah. Like that would have been such. A, I don't know. It would no, have been, I agree. I agree. Yeah. It's, ugh, it would have been a perfect opportunity to for, do something else. The yeah. fascination that that drag queens have with vaginas is fascinating yeah. to me. Um. Yeah, but uh, it was. I thought that. I mean, I think that Vivian's was the best. Yeah. Best concept. It was like the easiest. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say it this way: like Vivian, the Vivian in her own way also kind of went for a down the center. Everyone knows my who I am. Everyone knows my sense of humor, and she actually. It's just that her her baseline competent effort is just an order of magnitude higher than Cheryl's. Absolutely. So her, yeah, the Vivian did not push herself no, in not any at way. All. Not at all. But her her neutral is just much better. Better, yeah. No, like, totally and she had better. like it was like three acts: like housewife in a robe, cut to the dress. Cut to the next thing. The end. Hello, goodbye. That's it. Like I it did was... not understand the visuals. I don't understand why she was in a garage. Like am the I garage was the garage was dumb. It... I was like, "Are you in a lab?" It... I think it's supposed to be funny that it's like a lab, a garage instead of a lab yeah. or something. Okay, and I think it was supposed to be very Liverpool, very like basic house, whatever. And I, I was like, "That's less fun than if it was like actually the lab." And he was like a sexy doctor in a lab coat. But yeah, okay. and then like, and then like yeah, and he's got like a big grin on his face yeah. at the end of the episode yeah. or of the commercial because you know like he's fucking a wet vagina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like she didn't it's like her concept. Yes. Yeah, yes. her 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 concept was the best, but she didn't really follow through. I agree. All that well. I um, think I think it could have been executed a lot better. A lot place. better. Yeah, yeah. But she benefited from having the best. Yeah. And easiest concept to relate to. Yeah. Yeah, that um, brings us to to Baga. Who's the which, second best concept? Yeah, which was yeah, like very on brand. She worked in a much better. That one was less successful. Like when she said "Ladies Not Returning" and "Much Better" in her rap in her verse in the song, so I died. I'm yeah. like like slow clap, queen, slow clap of appreciation. This time it felt like just tacked on. Like like I agree, it's a spice, Agreed. not a not a protein. Exactly. Like, we were all a little like, oh shit, is she killing much better already? Like, like, d- damn it, the the shirts on the shirts already here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already I already bought the swag with it on. You can't. You got to give me like six months before you're really running into the ground. Um, but her concept was really simple. Yeah. It's like if you want a diet, but you like the taste of food, drink this water. The yeah. Taste. yeah. I, I thought it was insane that Michelle was like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. Like it made perfect sense. Like I thought the commercial was chaotic and messy. Yeah. I agree and with we that We understand too. the concept. I feel like we've, we've discussed a few. It was fine. The execution could have been better. I felt like this one was one where it was like, the concept was good. The execution could have been way, way, way better. I thought the execution was one of the worst. Like, why did it make her horny? Like, why? Like, all of a sudden, she's like t- tasting it, and then she's like, I don't know, horny for it. Well, like, it, and it was it was almost <laughs> like yeah, it was almost like those snatch games where they just go for vulgar at a ten the entire time to try to compensate for not having anything else. And from bag, it's kind of shocking. It's normal because she's so good at she's funny, and because she, she can balance, she can she give you that that ebb and yeah. flow, like yeah. Yeah. No, it was. It so was, I guess we're grading on a curve with her because she is funnier than that. You know, like it was bad to me. Like it was absolutely bottom two to me. Really? Yeah. It was middle. I think it might have been dead. Okay, so there's only five, so we can all rank them all. I think Vivian, we all agree, is number yeah. one. Yes. What's What's our number twos? Uh, so we haven't done one. I think Blue. that we both Blue. Cheryl oh, and we Blue did yeah. better. I like Baga was bad. Okay. Baga was definitely bottom two. It's hard to rank Davina, Blue, and Cheryl, but Baga was definitely low. What was Blue's? I, what was her concept? I forget. Oh, just are you frat? Like just uh, like Blue hydration just like makes you feel better. Like it was like oh because like you're like a 
oppressed. Right, and yeah. she's like frazzled, which all of her th- her three different looks for the three different words of like oppressed, frazzled, whatever, were the same face. And it's like, you gotta give me yeah. a little variation, dear. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then she went to sex at the yeah. end too to try and make it funny again, and it yeah. just wasn't. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't remember it, so that's not a good sign. I don't, yeah. The, the end result for Bagas was decidedly mediocre for me as opposed to actively bad. It was actively bad for me. I, but like what when I'm I'm also taking into account concept and I think that Baga and Vivians were the best concepts. Like they, I think that they like just. Had I the, agree. Yeah, they had the yeah. easiest like potential for jokes there. They had like it, it was very where Cheryl had a really basic concept and she could have done better with the execution, but it was fine middle of the road execution. I thought Baga had a better concept and it was like. Because exceptionally water... poor execution yeah if, if like if that water existed i might partake yeah. like <laughs> that's funny um yeah so all right so what do we blues i kind of feel like your summation is all i need um yeah. i thought she was fun and funny and she was good with her face but she should have had more yeah that she was doing with it than she yeah. was yeah um yeah, so, alright, so do we want to just move into the bottom two? Runway, runway. Yeah. Oh, runway, okay. So let's discuss. Uh, I, I like Davina's, like, uh, it, it is Mr. International Rubber this very weekend as we record this. So her, like, like raincoat, corseted, raincoat material dress killed me. Like, I thought, I thought it was great. Okay. I thought it was good. I wish it fit better. Yeah. I wish it, like, like I loved the concept. And I it was just, like, that. if this was... It, it could be hot. It if could, the, it really could if it was hot. tailored in a way that was like, this is really like suiting her and rubber. Yeah. Like, I do agree. I think, like, if you take that look and you actually, like, tailor execute it, she wins it. It's yeah. sexy as fuck. Yeah. She blows it out of the and, water. And the coat, need, the coat needed to be, like, belted or fitted in some way because it was very Yeah, it didn't garbage need to be bag. ugly. Like, but, yeah, yeah, like, it could have been two great looks. But um, I, but I, I, I still, I, I liked it tried for something fun. It gave me, it gave me pornographic singing in the rain which is like right down the center of my libido so yeah Romania. yeah okay the boys i was watching it with and yeah. I, uh, I forget who said it but um uh some was brought up the fact that she still looked ashy in her face and her makeup was still ashy and that's strange yeah that um michelle visage didn't With, clock that or at least on camera yeah yeah because like last week that's what she called her on yeah um and she does not famously does not like when people don't listen to her so i thought it was strange that they it didn't was, bring it up i felt like Davina's look last week, it was like intentional silver makeup to go with a particular color palette that the whole look had, including like the scarf. And so Michelle's comment made sense, but like that was obviously like intentionally silvery. I feel like her makeup is cool. She's also a cool toned person. It is a little ashy, but I don't think it's like anywhere near what it was last week. Last week. I don't think Michelle like got what she was doing last week. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> that's on brand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... And then Cheryl was next. You clearly do not drink as much as I do because, like, my memory is way worse here. <laughs> See, I'm very, like, we're going to talk about them and I'll get to all of them. I don't remember the order. I'll so, try my best. Yeah. But, like, we're going on yeah. next person. So I like Cheryl's look. I think I agreed entirely with our critique. It would yeah. be great if it was the right length. It wasn't. I still felt like because it was great conceptually but not the right length that landed at a B when it could have been an A. Agreed. And that's fine. And to me, that's like, this is a great A. This is a great B. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the, I like, for such a shiny dress made out of so many pieces, the result doesn't look messy. It looks like there's just a lot of texture and interest. Yep. Which this could have looked just soupy and crafty real easy. And that, and yeah, had it been a, had it been a mini skirt, 
just enough to hide the panties, really. Yeah. Um, I liked her slick back hair, too. I me too. That, that nice looks really chic. She looked really good. Yeah. and In the face. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's one of the... There's, there aren't many drag looks that will let you get away with uh, the slick back hairdo, and that is one of them. That is one of them. Yeah. Um, okay, so Baga, Baga, what did you guys think? On brand, it, I, what was it, Liza Minnelli? What was the joke? Yeah, Liza Minnelli, sorry, I don't, like as a nurse or something? Right, as a, as a psychiatric nurse, there yeah. Which is there, like, it's cute. The headpiece is kind of... It, it, it's not good in the way like Blue's Horsehead last week was good in a way for me, where it just it just felt like tacked on and such a huge piece on her head that it didn't integrate quite for me. Like overall, it's still it's still very baga. I liked it overall still, but like the headpiece didn't integrate as well as I would have liked. I feel like it was the right level of draggy ridiculous that I would expect from Baga for something. Oh yeah, it's still on brand. I agree that it's on brand. Very on brand and and kind of fun. And a lot of her looks I think have been on brand and fun but messy. And this I felt like was on brand and fun and kind of weird and not messy. And in that way for me it was like this is honestly one of her stronger runways. I thought the rubber ducky was distracting. It was. Yeah, like it should have just been a regular... Uh, I don't know, umbrella stick or something. Like it's See, like that, it was. You know, it's, to it's, me it was playful. Like was... trying to explain comedy. I don't know why the the duck doesn't work for me, but an inverted umbrella handle would. Yeah, because I mean, like, the, yeah, you're caught in the rain. Like, I don't know. No, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Really like, it was already playful. It's a fucking umbrella on your head. You're like, why add a duck to it? Yeah, no, I go, I go. All right, I think next up was the Vivienne. I okay. It's a very bold look. I didn't quite get why just her face was blue and not her neck. But then when I saw her hands in the wide shots, like, oh, it matches. But I'm like, does that still not look right? It still doesn't look right to me. Like, like even if you're doing it purposefully and with intention and you have a thought, blah, blah, blah. It's still like, girl, you only painted to your jawline. That just looks weird to me. Like, it didn't, it didn't make sense why she wouldn't just have done. Like, if you, your hands are supposed to be like the the earth now that's moistened by the rain, blah, blah, blah. Like, you can still have your neck painted to your collar line and that effect... Like, it didn't add... It only created this weird distracting contrast as opposed to enhanced whatever look she was going for in her face to not have her neck painted. It just was weird to me. I hated this look. Elaborate. I... I, I... I think I hated this look because I wanted to love it because it was you know she went she took a different approach than everyone else did which I always appreciate. It was conceptual. It was conceptual. I, I liked the rain cloud hat. I liked the like uh, uh, crystal rain. I thought that was really pretty. I wish that she had done pretty makeup. Like I, I don't understand yes. why that she was a little girl cl- like climbing out of my TV from the rain. Like it, it did. Like it, it, why why did she go zombie? Do, with do it? you know what else is nagging me now that I now that I'm looking at it? This uh, silhouette and makeup choice is very similar to her posh on a penny look because it's that same kind of bell-shaped hmm. dress and the same neckline makeup that hmm. she only did her face and then did the, make, the her neck in black, which worked for that look, and we loved it. But this feels somehow very similar to other looks she's already done, which shouldn't happen if you're doing such an avant-garde look. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I really wanted to like it, and it just, I, I think pretty makeup would have been, it would have made it, Fashion is like, stunning. Like, like, I actually, I agree with you. I think if she did like the way that Davina last week intentionally you, did like a silver scale, if she did blue and white, because like, especially the sky, it's like blue and clouds yeah. and like mists of clouds that you can actually have that contrast. But if she did like a light blue to white, like contour, yeah. contour, contour yeah. pretty makeup, it would have been 
stunning Gorgeous. in a way that was way more landing where we wanted yeah. it to go. You, yeah. you took the words out of my mouth. I was literally about to say Davina's uh, mermaid look. Or like or Davina's look from last week. Yeah, like yeah, when, yeah. With her staggeringly gorgeous makeup. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say I hate it, but I'm going to say I agree with you. I liked it conceptually. The execution I wasn't crazy about. I felt like they raved about it and it felt a little like we're grading on a curve. Totally. And we want to like this more than we do. Totally. But we want to like this, so. I, but I love when the judges say that. Like when they like have like a winner that they still critique a lot, you know? So I get a little pissy when... They just, I don't know, pretend that they're fully obsessed with something that we... I haven't thought about it, but the the pacing and there was a lot of... It's funny talking to you guys about this, because obviously you talked about it before you got here. And I felt like the episode had a lot of weird pauses that it felt different than previous episodes in a lot of ways. And not just previous episodes of this season, but of Drag Race in general. There's lots of... Something about this episode felt like somebody who's never edited an episode of Drag Race edited this episode... And also, it is the first time that the UK version felt like I'm seeing production happen. Yeah. Right down to what you're saying. Because I felt like they overpraised terrible commercials. Yeah. And they were like, this is amazing when it was like, it's a great concept that was done okay. Exactly. Um, And I do think it's better when they're just like, it would have been great if you did this or this. Like, and it's okay that like, we still need to crown somebody. Exactly. You still win because everyone else sucked more. But like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So then, who's Blue? The... I I liked Blue's makeup quite a bit, actually. Um, Me too. Like the 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 kind of animated teardrops and the runny lipstick, like that was very well. That was very well done. It didn't look it. It would be very easy to like just smear the makeup and say it's like because you're caught in the rain. But there was like a thoughtful like color contrast and highlighting and low lighting around the effect. That made it look like a cartoon that I really appreciated. It was very well executed. The rest of the look... I thought fine. the cotton candy wig went well with that Agreed. type of plastic where depending on how the light hits it, you, it's like prismatic. Yeah. I thought that that worked and structurally it worked. I thought the makeup was a good way to sell it. It was a, it was a fine Perfectly look. fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? It was like good for this runway. I really liked the colors. Uh, yeah, it didn't... It, it didn't blow me away, but I really, I, I liked what she was going for. I did love the makeup. I liked the hair. Yeah. And, and I even, yeah, I even liked the dress. Like, I just, I don't know, maybe it, it just didn't blow me away for some reason. It didn't blow me away, but it was good. Yeah, and exactly. I, I re- like, I like Blue a lot. I respect her and I think she's very good. And I like having a 23 year old where it's like, you're from a smaller city with less of a drag scene and you have like a decent Instagram following but you're like very aware that you're a small fish in a big pond but like effort.com I'm gonna try because I feel like Rue likes like the Violet Tchotchke like made of nails self-sufficient Vogue obsessed (laughs) I came in here stronger than anybody 21 like Aquaria and Violet Tchotchke type young or queens I kind of like that Blue is like something in the middle that's like a little bit of Layla McQueen big Blair St. Clair. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like like small fish in a big pond, but I'm going to try. And I feel like Blue had that energy the whole time. And I feel like we have watched her grow. I think she's very competent. And this yeah. book was very competent. And I'm hopeful for her future. I really want to see her on an All-Stars in like three years. I could see do, that for do sure. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Um. So, yeah. That's where I am. We agree that despite the 
substantive critiquing flaws, the I think the bottom two are correct. Which she she thinks I do not. You yeah. think Bagashi? I do not. I I absolutely do not. I think Cheryl Hole was in the bottom. Here's the thing: she's basic. She goes for she's very intentional about this basic extra fix, but it's not just it is not like an arrow Versace. I can't do anything else. It's clearly intentional. Yeah. This branding challenge. She's one of the few who actually branded herself in a way that is in line with her image and persona as a drag queen. Was it serviceable, middle-of-the-road, infomercial, basic, and, like, exactly what I would have picked out for her first thought? Absolutely. Did she execute it at about a B? Absolutely. Does that make her absolutely not bottom two for this challenge? Absolutely. Like, she had no business there. She, Cheryl Cole was one of the judges. Cheryl Cole is one of the few girls on this cast that can dance. We know this is like a staple song of hers. Yeah, there was no reason she belonged in the bottom two. Beyond, we want her to do, to this do the lip song sync. in front of this They're person. They're like she was to me. She was not, she was two or three. She was nowhere near four or five. She had no business in the bottom two. They wanted to put her there because they weren't going to risk putting Baga there, and they knew they would get a better lip sync. Like this is the first time where production is like absolutely not bitch. I like I see what you're doing. So especially with especially with the fact that Baga like totally shut down and didn't know the song, yeah, yeah. like there could have been an upset had it been Blue Hydrangea and yep. Baga, because, and they weren't going to risk that, and they weren't going to risk it yeah. exactly. And Fair. I do, and I'm going to say this right now: they made the right choice. But and I feel like, and I'm going to just call you out on this right here, Ursula. I feel like you and I will talk about this, and you'll be like about the show, and you'll be like, that person absolutely did not belong on the bottom. But then the next week when we talk about it, you it's like. You've then turned whatever the results are into a spreadsheet, and you're like, "Well, she was bottom." And it's like, "Well, if that if that week you were like, she had no fucking business there." To me, I look at this and I'm like, Cheryl was in the bottom for reasons that made no sense for anything Cheryl actually did. Like that's just the reality. So you think mm. scorecard goes beyond who actually is in the bottom two to and me, should include uh, who should have been. As a fan of the show, when yeah, I watched yeah. it, I'm like, that made no fucking sense. I'm not later like, well, she was in the bottom once before. She was in the bottom once before for reasons that made no fucking sense. I'm <laughs> you not, can still be I'm, outraged the next I, week. Yeah, I'm not like, yeah. I'm not like, but, but that's nonetheless a bottom. Like, I'm not suddenly giving Michelle Visage, <laughs> like, I'm not edifying her a week later because it's a week later. Like, that's, I just don't do that. Hmm. Um, I can build an argument for Cheryl and Blue because I think they have, like, the most one note in the... They are the most one note in the competition so far. Mm -hmm. Like, Cheryl certainly does her one note very well, but I think you could make an argument... And I I get what you're saying about Baga. Like, her commercial was, was at best, fine. And... But her runway look was pretty... Was 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 pretty fun and well executed. So I think you can make an argument that on the, like, holistic potential scale Baga is just going to be a more interesting queen I, I get I get what you're saying about putting Cheryl in there just to have Cheryl dance in front of Cheryl to a Cheryl song that's obviously and what crush happened. it yeah. they weren't going to send Baga home they, they, and they, and nor do I think they, they really should but if she had bombed the lip sync as badly as she might have appeared to be going to they might have had a hard time not doing justifying that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah saving her that's I, fair I, I get what I, you're saying I think production made the right choice this week I think, like, I think they did exactly what I would have done. I will uh, say this was the closest, like, this this was the best lip sync of the season. Which they knew they would get. Yeah. 
Oh, I, I felt I felt so bad for Blue the whole yeah. time. Here's here's what Blue needed to do first thing right off the bat. When she hugs her. Take, 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 yeah. take the bobby pins out of the thingies. Because then, like, your hair, like, those she two... She looks silly. Right, she looks goofy. Those and two, it's like a hot song. Right. And if, if those two, like, lime green curls were just, like, s- framing your face down at the start of the song rather than falling out of shape throughout the song, you would have looked less messy. You you, you, you just just turn your, your, pink pixie, your pink wig into a just-been-fucked hairstyle, yeah. and boom, you're already much better off. Like, that... Watching them, like, come undone... It was so hard to watch. ...was so, so sad. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> they reminded me of Slinkies. It was amusing. Yeah, and and she, I agree I, with your assessment. It yeah. would, because the transition would have been just... It would have been... This is going to get messy and weird and look awkward. To now, I have just fucked rainbow hair that I can do some hairography with. Right, big upgrade. Yeah, and Cheryl. I mean, it would make sense that she would like get the mood of the song better because she's obsessed with. And she's probably done the song a million million times. But she she went the kind of just like confident, sultry route. Like just like a lot of eye contact. Like it was just better. It was more confident. Yeah, yeah. she knew what she was doing. She knew what she was doing. She knew every beat of the song. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I disagree. I did not think that this was like the best of the season. It just because it just bummed me out so hard seeing blue. Oh, no, I'm so saying... what lip syncs have you liked? I guess that's true. I no, don't I, even know which lip syncs oh, no. I like. The, the, the bar is very low. The I'm bar saying, is very low this, this the, season. This is the they first. They don't do this. This no, is the and first. It's very clear. It's yeah. very obvious. This is the first time I watched the lip sync and went, "Wow, that was a lip sync." A lip sync. Oh. Literally a lip sync. I, I mean, I guess this is just my favorite because it was so bad. But Gothy Kendall versus Vinegar Strokes is iconic to me. I will watch it over and over and <laughs> over again. The like. Strut, 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 like, and, and like the one, two, three, four. Oh my god, they were so bad. It was so good. Like, I loved it the, so much. Please Do you remember them? They literally counting. One, I need two, to watch three, it again. Four. No, the, the, that lip so That lip sync was like the nailed it of lip syncs. Yeah, yeah. Like if Nicole Byer came out and said, "Hi, do a lip sync and fail at it," that would be the lip sync oh we would god. get. And I yeah, love. vinegar's like horrible wig <laughs> reveals, like just revealing oh my the worst, worst wigs, wigs you have ever seen in your life. It was so much fun. Yeah. I miss Gothy Kendall. I really do. I loved her so much. Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. Like, <laughs> that is one of my all-time favorite. I was really Rupert. surprised that both Gothy Kendall and... Um, yeah. Well, Scary Cat. Cat went home. Because I feel two. like those are personality types, archetypes that Rue likes Usually to go keep far. around. Yeah. Um, regardless of competence. Yeah. Uh, but I think Pearl has mitigated some of <laughs> some of generosity in that direction um so yeah i was a little surprised that blue stayed um in second week over scary yeah i could have seen either one of them stay i think it was the lip sync i thought both of them did fine i think it was the right call but i i wouldn't have been like seeing it now seeing yeah. what blue has done now yeah i, I would i mean i wouldn't have written a letter to the editor if if blue had gone home but i would yeah. have been like Ugh. Also, Scaredy Cat was kind of already on my nerves. Oh, I like Scaredy. Yeah, you you're you really dislike that Gen Z type, like entirely. That is just not your <laughs> cup of tea. Like I feel like there's she could have been like, and I cured AIDS, and I ensured Elizabeth Warren will win the next election. And you would have been like, <laughs> well, then, well you, then you don't need this show, do you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Like, like, uh, there's nothing she could have done to, to get you on her side. Uh, is basically my point. Um, so I have to say, uh, my husband is enjoying watching this season, but he doesn't love any of the queens. And watching this episode at the top, I have to say, I 
even though Cheryl is basic and I've critiqued her the whole time, I like respect her. Mm. Me too. And what she's doing. I respect her after the, after that lip sync. I'm like, you know what? You're right. It, Ariel Versace was the name I was struggling for earlier yeah. where it's like, you're, that act like you're, is because you have. It like you're doing your sister. Right. You have nothing <laughs> else to give. Yeah. God. Cheryl has a very, has a basic idea, but damn it, she is doing it to the hilt. And that was a good fucking lip sync. Yeah, and she does the comedic, like when she does comedy as a yeah. drag queen, she does the comedy notes for that kind of girl, effectively. Yeah. She knows, she, like, it's not a lane I would ever choose, but it's a lane she likes. She chose and it I, and she does it well. And, and I can't, like, hate her for that. Right, I, yeah. and I'm betting in the UK that, like, that it's probably a lot more kills. It's a lot more where it's like, there's a, bunch of tiny shit we're not picking up on that that like really would make it sing i also think cheryl's drag is a lot closer to american drag yeah, than UK drag is in general so it would feel fresher there fair enough more i can see that yeah, yeah. Yeah. um what was i gonna say i watching this episode like at the top i was very anxious because i was afraid they were going to give Davina the katia edit that yeah. i that i previously spoke to i am loving this season and i felt extremely emotional about watching it because I like all of the like I liked all of the yeah, remaining me five too. Yeah. that I felt truly like well if, I, if there's anybody I'd want to go home it would be Cheryl because it's kind of underwhelming but also like I have empathy for all of them and I care yeah. and I don't feel like and I feel like it's happening in a way that I'm focusing on that is a meritocracy as opposed to just assuming product- I, I, I think I tend to be pretty good at calling who's going to go home next, not based on the challenge, but based on what the story the and production is yeah. trying to tell us. And I feel like because it's felt like a meritocracy, I'm actually anxious and I care about all of them. And I like get squirmish like a small child watching a horror movie. I just, I also which is see, great. <laughs> I also just want to see more from all the eliminated queens. Like I really did want to see more of a Gothy Kendall. Can we, can so we, can like we, back to Gothy Kendall. Yeah, can we get that uh, impersonation <laughs> one more time? <laughs> We'll close Gothy Kendall, Gothy Kendall. <laughs> well, I want that to be our outro, by the way. So, yeah, no, I, I guess... It's going to be my ringtone. Yeah. So, that's my question. Did you, are you guys feeling similarly? Do you like yeah, a lot I, of these contestants? Th- that's my enjoyment. Like, like I like a good ensemble show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, they're all good. Like, this is what we... I think... I don't know if we were talking... It's, it's been a whole hour, so my short-term memory shot to hell. But I don't know if we were talking about just before we started, just after. But, like, I like watching people relate more than I like watching them argue. And yep. those relations can be positive, negative, tense, happy, whatever. And they Like all, our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all actually, like every one of those queens has a defined relationship with all the other queens. So from a purely narrative perspective, I'm more invested in watching these actual people bounce off each other than I am in watching just people yell at each other. Yeah. Uh, so it, it makes it easier to invest in all of them. Like, like I've clocked the Vivian for being the like, Slightly too perfect, a little emotionally distant, but I'm not going to be mad if she wins. I also she's think that's intentional. It. Yeah, I think she came in like I have the tiger. I think yeah. she's trying to be stoic so she can be focused. A la Alaska All Stars too. And she had a great moment not being stoic, like when she like told her story about you know being a recovering drag dra- uh, drag addict. Drug addict. Drug addict. <laughs> she was fully in tears. She, yeah. yeah, it was, and it was like beautiful. I like it. Yeah. Was, and it was inspirational. I loved that. Yeah, moment. yeah. Even like, the, yeah, the the tear tricker moments this season. As, I think as a result of all of them having more obvious humanity, all of their tearjerker moments feel more earned. Like, you know... It, also, it doesn't feel manufactured. Right. I feel like yeah. it's happening. Mm-hmm. And they're letting it just Yeah, like Davina and, and Blue talking about growing up where, the, where and when they grew up and yeah. how that affected them. It's like, oh yeah, fuck, that's real. It's yeah. re- and 
it really works. Like I, I just, I care about this group about this season more than I've cared about an entire season in a while. I don't have a sick, like I don't have a favorite. That's my favorite because everyone else annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah. 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 I like, I, I, my favorite from day one was Davina. I'm a little bit nervous that she has complained about not getting enough praise from the other Queens for two, two weeks long. now. Yeah. Um, but I, I will, you know, stay in that lane. Cause I just, I, I think that she's just super talented Super kind, super fun, like yeah. very well rounded. I mean, she's my favorite. Uh, do you uh, do you have any? No, no. I mean, I I I'm I don't have a favorite. I am loving the season. Yeah. I'm loving the show. I feel my my overall feeling is it. I know that they're producing it on some level, but it feels less produced, and like a lot of the moments are just happening more totally. organically. And it feels like guys, you aren't that good at producing the show. We see through it like. The keep, keep it simple, stupid is like the best <laughs> advice you'll ever hear. Truly, yeah. like you're if you have a show where you regularly put fourteen drag queens in a room together for six weeks, engaging in a competition, drama happens. will happen. happen. Yeah. Like your production of it is way less right. interesting than the reality and, of it. Like, let's get back to treating it like a meritocracy and a reality show that's about a reality show, not about producing but that's right. why this is my least favorite episode because it's it, the first time we, we saw we the felt it. And, oh, I agree. And, this yeah. is, and this is the thing like drama doesn't have to be yelling to be interesting no like two people like when one of the queens is like i'm just tired and i miss my cat and yeah that like i respond to that because that's some that's a that's a human experience yes yeah, yeah, like yeah, for sure so having one full of that really makes it work yeah so anything else on the episode, Buffy? I, as much as I ripped apart this episode, and I do think it's like the worst one of the season, there were some great moments. One we already talked about was the Vivian, you know, confessing that she's a drug addict. That was like beautiful, great moment. Uh, the other two, I like, I loved when Baga was safe and she and the Vivian tried to hug. <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. They could their hats. And their hats. <laughs> like, it was just so drag. It was so, like, genuine and cute. And then they cracked up, too. Yeah. Which is, it was great. It yeah. was a great freaking moment. <laughs> and then uh, I thought Blue ended on a really good note when um, Cheryl uh, said something about coming to her town. And Blue was like, if we book you. <laughs> which I thought was just so fantastic. And so just, like, playful and very, yeah. like... Sassy blue, but you know, fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So as much as I hated it, there is still a lot of gems. Yeah, yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, all right, well, that's it for the episode. Thank you again so much, Buffy, for coming. Thank you for having me. Always have a blast. Uh, we do too. Uh, I'm Condé Nasty. I'm Ursula the Sea Bitch, and this has been Reading Drag Race. Bye, Bye. Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. <laughs> <laughs>